Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be about the Bungie staff changes that have been happening. We don't know of all of them, but a couple have been made public, and I wanted to talk about this. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always tune in live, twitch.tv slash say no to rage. I might be live right now. Come on in and hang out at twitch.tv slash say no to rage. If I'm not live, click follow. If you're watching on YouTube, hitting subscribe or like is another free and easy way to support what I do. So, why are we talking about Bungie staff members uh, leaving, staff changes? I think this is part of the bigger discussion about Destiny's future and even some of the speculation that we have made about the changes with respect to PvP evolving, the traditional arena style maybe going away. So I thought this would be a helpful way to talk about, number one, why do these things happen? So I want to first talk about who left, who do we know at this time, who left, uh, what does it mean? And then lastly, this is not necessarily a cause for celebration, okay? First, who left? Josh Hamrick was the first one to announce that he would no longer be at Bungie. I believe it was after 12 years um, in total. No, that might have been Wise Newski. I don't know the actual total. Hamrick had worked on the game quite a bit, left, and then came back. He was a senior gameplay designer uh, with mainly his hand over the sandbox. And then John Wisniewski basically was the exact same title, Senior Gameplay Designer over the Sandbox. So these are Sandbox Senior Gameplay guys. Like these are these are big names in the company, leaders, you know, philosophy getting pushed from these guys, thinking about all the different things. We know uh, from the past, Wisniewski was one of the people that was a big proponent of double primary. So I think some people are like, Oh, yay, he's gone. I don't necessarily think that's the best attitude to take. Double primary, in a certain degree, was tentatively celebrated by the community. We did think it was going to bring good things. I think on paper, a lot of folks thought it was a good pivot. These are significant staff members to lose. I don't I don't say that to, like, cause alarm. I just want to make sure people aren't running. I think people run to Reddit and Twitter and other places to celebrate. Um, I had to bounce somebody from this community that was saying it was a good thing that Hamrick was gone and Reddit was celebrating. I was like, we really shouldn't celebrate someone leaving a company. Uh, It's significant. That's life-changing. They've contributed a lot to the game. We wouldn't have Destiny if it wasn't for all of the people that worked on it. So I don't like... Uh, you know, celebrating somebody leaving, even if they contributed things to the game that we don't like, uh, it's still an overarching, um, it's still an overarching family that brought this game together and, and ultimately gave us our hobby and our community. Apparently, he was also one of the people that pushed for static roles. So again, some of those influences may have just decided, you know, philosophically, this isn't going to work anymore. So let's talk about what does this mean? Internal changes, I think, are to be expected, and it usually happens when there's restructuring going on. So if you think about the the, the departure and the breaking with Activision, that obviously is going to bring internal change. This doesn't necessarily mean they're going to start laying off entire departments, but it does mean they might start shifting personnel around, getting rid of redundancies, and when you do that, you start analyzing leadership, you start analyzing team structure, because you're thinking about bandwidth, efficiency, where do you want to take the game? Where is this game going is ultimately the question. This is why as soon as they broke with Activision, Luke Smith addressed the community. When he addressed the community, that was the first time it became clear a significant shift had already happened. He was franchise director. 
So Luke Smith becoming franchise director was, I believe, just the beginning of a restructuring and a change within Bungie's actual staff and structure, which I believe will also then result in a change in philosophy and thrust for the next game. I don't think anybody would look at Destiny 1 or 2 and say they are... They are success stories where the plane really landed and the identity of the game is very well established. It was very shaky. These games both had to kind of save themselves. They've been in a very reactionary position for the last four years. So I would think there's going to be a significant change in their ideas about what they want to do and what they want to deliver. And I think putting Luke Smith in charge is a sign that somebody somewhere a board of of directors or somebody very, very high up is saying, we need new leadership, and you always do that, and you start from the top, and then it tends to trickle down. New team structure and new team leads can help shake things up and progress. This doesn't necessarily mean we're looking to celebrate like, oh, yay, ding dong, the witch is dead. We're getting rid of the old, you know, the old staff members. That's not the attitude to take here. But a lot of the times... The teams that are in place need a bit of a shakeup. They need things. They need new, new paint on the walls, new ideas, new wind coming through, you know, the windows. And a lot of times that means you've got to have new leadership. Also, something to consider is both Wisniewski and Hamrick have worked on this franchise for a very long time, and it could obviously be coming from them. They would like to work on new projects. They would like to venture out into new. Uh, experiences and Wisniewski's already updated his Twitter profile he's working on something that is redacted these guys are are veterans in the industry they're going to get scooped up if they haven't already been scooped up by companies that are really going to value their input even if we had philosophical disagreements on things with them in the past with respect to the game these guys are probably setting out on their own venture. One thing to consider in this, I am going to do an entire talk about the article that Jason Schreier released just today. We were talking about it before I did this talk about the internal struggles at BioWare. Very alarming things coming out of that article. That is obviously informing some of what I'm saying here as well. That sometimes, you know, the workload and the and the stress can just make people decide it's time to change things up. It's time to move on. I've never got the impression that Bungie overworked their people or stressed them out too much. The long holiday break at the end of every year seems to indicate to me they they do value rest and recuperation for their employees. Obviously, there's probably very strong, uh, you know, get your you know get your foot you know in the back of somebody's butt because they're not working or you're making people work long hours. I'm sure there's really highly focused times, but I don't think they were they were quite that extreme. But that could certainly be weighing in on why people are leaving now. Let's end by saying this is not a cause for celebration. This is not necessarily a cause for us to throw confetti in the air and act as if the game is going to be saved, right? This could be a cause for alarm. We don't know. As someone in chat is saying, if Luke Smith and Chris Barrett leave, that's a huge cause uh, for concern because those guys have, in many respects, anytime Luke has been in charge of something like the Taken King, anytime Chris Barrett is in front of the camera talking about the direction of the game, just the way he's talked about the structure of both Forsaken and the annual pass, I think Chris Barrett understands the community. Now, we don't think we don't think necessarily the depth of the content in the annual pass was good, but the structure, I think, was good. I think the structure of the annual pass was fine. The depth of the content and the loot is really what was lacking. 
even if you disagreed with these gentlemen, they contributed to our game and our community, and I don't think we should use this as an opportunity to throw a party or celebrate. This could cause things to be delayed, take longer. This could cause uh, things about the game that you really like to go away. You don't necessarily know. The, the production quality of games, the, the developmental bandwidth is affected when people like this leave. One single person or team lead has not been the cause for all of our woes. This is something that we were talking about in the Anthem discussion. These are systemic problems in the industry, and a lot of it stems from deadlines being you know, too close or too short. The development tools or the engines that they decide to use in become too archaic, outdated, or, or, or tough to work with. And sometimes you just don't know that what you're deciding to use is going to be a problem long term and I think that both is relating to what happened with Anthem but as well we're still we are still living with the decision from who knows when it was made probably around 2010 so we're talking about nine years ago when they conceived of Destiny and probably started vision casting and building the decision to use the Tiger engine a decade ago is is limiting even us still today there's it's difficult to know those things are going to happen so if you're trying to blame one single person or one single you know member of the team it's very ignorant with respect to the struggles and the problems that have gone into both destiny or really any games production and development i believe that yes this could help the game come forward and evolve changing of the guard changing of philosophy is something that we have vastly seen a need in destiny the leveling is terrible infusion is awful uh, the, the the perk system the reward structure what they decided to do with the raids all of it from the top to the bottom has been very very mismanaged there's only at this point there are pieces of destiny 2 that feel like destiny a lot of the game does not feel like destiny a lot of it feels slapped together and somewhat shaky at this point and i think when you restructure that can help with that at this point we need to wait and see for philosophy and vision announcements. I don't know how transparent they are going to be about what's happening right now. People are like, why aren't they talking about the Crucible? I'll probably do a video about why they're being silent about the Crucible because I don't think they even know what they want to do with it yet. And so they can't get out in front of us and start talking about it because they may have, I think they do have content for the Crucible and, and, and Season of Opulence. But if they can only talk about that, that'll cause more speculation about what what is beyond Opulence. We don't know. I'm going to do a talk about my hopes for opulence and then and probably a talk about what is beyond opulence we don't know are they going to get out in front of us and say we've restructured some staff we've made some changes and here is the direction we're taking the game at the end of it i'm going to continue to sit here and try and call for good changes to be made and hopefully bungie makes decisions so they can implement those changes quickly and build the game that we've all wanted for the last four to five years as always we're going to switch to q a if you're listening to this on itunes google play spotify or watching on youtube you can always catch me live twitch.tv slash say no to rage as with all of my content appreciate you listening or watching please like share and subscribe